Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. Good to have you with us. Yep. Now it is time to get ourselves a brief little weather report. So there you go. So let's go ahead and do that. Um, first, I gotta get to it. If it'll let me, that is. It wants me to go to Tennessee. I don't live in Nashville, though. Yeehaw! <laughs> I'm sorry about that. But anyway, enough of that. Anyway, um, latest report for Thursday. 44 degrees outside, cloudy, wind east at 3 miles per hour. Relative humidity is 93%. Barometric pressure is 30.27 inches. Later today it will be cloudy with a high of 47 and a low of 42. Friday it will be mostly cloudy with a high of 56 and a low of 47. On Friday, that is. On Saturday, it will be partly... Actually, no, is every Friday? I'll just... Yeah, I think I read Friday. Um, On Saturday, it will be partly cloudy with a high of 56 and a low of 48. On Sunday, it will be cloudy with a high of 51 and a low of 48. And on Monday, apparently it's going to be snowing. With a high of 41, a low of 41. Isn't that interesting? So, yeah. Let's see what we got to read as far as news is concerned. Um, Oh, this is interesting. AT&T, Verizon and T-Mobile customers are hit by widespread cellular outages in the United States by NBC News. Which apparently won't work for some reason. Interesting. We try the other one. Okay, we can read this one for some reason. The other one wasn't working, but this one is about, um... This is the second one. Um, here's how to fix your iPhone if it's stuck in SOS mode amid major cellular network outages. iPhone users have reported that their device is stuck on SOS mode, which is preventing them from making calls or sending text messages amid a major cell phone outage, Thursday affecting thousands of users across the United States. For affected iPhone users, the easiest workaround to get the smartphone working again is performing a hard reset, <coughs> what Apple calls a force restart, according to the Daily Mail. To do this, press and quickly release the volume up, and do the same with the volume down before, before pressing and holding the side button for Apple support. When the Apple logo appears, release the side button and restart the iPhone as usual. A major cell phone outage affected AT&T, 
Verizon and T-Mobile users across the U.S. early Thursday, leaving iPhones stuck in SOS mode. To fix it, force restart the device or turn on data roaming, according to Daily Mail. Nerf photo via Getty Images. Well, there's no photo there, but it's okay. SOS mode kicks in when a cellular connection has been severed, meaning that users can only complete calls to emergency services. iPhone models 13 or earlier won't go in SOS mode at all amid the outage. Instead, they'll see a no service indicator instead, which is what Tech News website Laptop Mag has reported. Users can also switch to data roaming to regain service by toggling the feature under the cellular data tab and settings, according to the Daily Mail, that is. But however, Turning on the roaming feature enables you to sell your data services outside the coverage area of the home network, which will often result in additional charges for mobile service providers. Mass losses of cell connection were caused by outages across AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon around 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Thursday. <coughs> AT&T seemed to have experienced the largest number of issues, with nearly 32,000 reports at around 4.30 a.m., according to data from Down Detector, which does track outages with, by collecting SAS reports from sources, including user submit errors on its platform. AT&T seemed to have experienced the largest number of issues, with nearly 32,000 reports at around 4.40 a.m., which is what I said earlier. More than 800 service outages were also reported on T-Mobile and Verizon. Auto spokesperson for the latter put down the users reporting problems trying to call people with other services, though. And even others report issues on smaller carriers, including Boost Mobile, Consumer Cellular and Straight Talk Wireless, and I'm on the latter, by the way. The outage reportedly extends from New York, Boston, and Atlanta on the East Coast, all the way down to Houston, Dallas, Los Angeles, Seattle, and San Francisco on the West Coast. There were even outages reported in Ontario, Ontario Canada, so the cause of that issue remains unclear, though. So, yeah, but what's funny is this happened very early in the morning around, like, very early. It's like no one noticed it. Some people did, but not a lot. I didn't even notice it because it happened very early in the morning, which was kind of interesting. So that's kind of bizarre, really. Anyway, yeah, um, there you have it. There was a cellular data issue there. Um, so if you were, so basically, yeah. So that's quite bizarre, really, how, um, 
cellular services were having issues with their internet. That was quite bizarre, really. Um, but yeah, there you have it. I just put my commercial in now. We're going to put some music in now while we're at it. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I just had to clear my throat. I think we'll kick the show off. Well, sort of. We'll kick it off with Teddy Swim's Lose Control. Because why not? And um, after that, I gotta play a little bit longer song. Um, not Luke Combs. I usually finish it off with that, sort of. Um, has to be a four-bit song, I think. Um, hurry up. Now let's try Gore Hills. I've heard it's gonna be number one real soon, guys. At least that's why I've been hearing. In fact, that might be too long, actually, but we'll, you know what, we'll do it anyway. If I do it directly at 8, 8, 10, it'll be okay, I think. But anyway, coming up is food talk at 8.20 a.m., guys, so don't worry. The The Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club is just getting started, guys. <laughs> so stay tuned, at 8.20 is food talk. Don't go away, we'll be right back. Yep. Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. Yeah! Alright, got foodrecipe.com to share with you guys. This is um, Healthy Cocoa Chocolate Chip Banana Pancakes. It's one of my favorite pancakes ever. They are deli- These are delicious chocolatey pancakes with high fiber, reduced fat, reduced sugar, and even some fruit snack in there. Shh, don't tell. <laughs> very yummy, very satisfying. Now, if you wish to enjoy these plain, though, boost the sugar to chocolate chips if you'd like. <laughs> They're ready in 35 minutes. There's 14 ingredients. They yield 10 pancakes and it serves 5. Here's the ingredients. You'll need 3 fourth cup of skim milk or 3 fourth cup of 1% low-fat milk plus... 3 tablespoons of skim milk or 3 tablespoons of 1% low-fat milk. Uh, I don't know why she put that there twice, but okay. <laughs> 2 egg whites, slightly beaten, or 1 egg. A half teaspoon of vanilla. A fourth cup of pureed overripe banana. A half cup of all-purpose flour. A half cup of whole wheat flour. A third cup of unsweetened cocoa powder, one and a half teaspoons of ground flax seeds. Yep, that's a thing. Um, two tablespoons of sugar, a half teaspoon of baking soda, a fourth teaspoon of salt, and three to four tablespoons of milk chocolate chips. They can be mini or semi-sweets. And for topping, you can use raspberry jam that's warmed, or caramel sauce that's warmed, if you'd like. Or if you want, you can just have it plain. It's your choice. (laughs) 
Anyway, on the directions now, there's five steps. I'll just skip the step numbers so it's easier for me to read. In a small bowl with the milk, egg whites, vanilla, and banana, and then a lot, another large. Well, actually, okay, actually, the first step it actually says in a small bowl. You have to whisk the milk, egg whites, vanilla, and banana. I was confused there for a second. It's a small bowl. You have to whisk the milk, egg whites, vanilla, and banana. In a large bowl, you mix the flour, the cocoa powder, the sugar, the flaxseed, baking soda, and salt. I'm sorry about that, but I was just confused there. Add the wet mixture to the dry and whisk just until dry ingredients are moistened. Fully in the chocolate chips. Pour the pancakes onto the grease griddle at about 350 to 375 degrees Fahrenheit and let sit until lightly bubbling and edges have began to firm. Flip and cook until firm and browned. Top with jam or on a sweet or a sweet sauce. Here now for freezing instructions. If you make these to freeze them, don't make the topping. Cool the pancakes on a wire rack, and then when they are completely cool, wrap them in tin foil. I wrap them in packs of two for one serving, and freeze. Microwave until warm, and then toast and freeze them. And even yeah, there we go. There's your um. Healthy chocolate chip and banana pancakes there. Now, let's move on to the next recipe. Tex-Mex waffles. Uh, we're not reading that. That looks disgusting. Um... Everyone has their own opinions, I guess, but Tex-Mex waffles, that's different. Um, I'm pretty sure Anthony would think it'd be different, though, but yeah, he would like it. Maybe. Ah, Hedgehog Crepe Cake. Let's see this. Every day is worth celebrating, especially when you have a cake this cute to eat. Thin layers of vanilla crepes are get stacked up high with light and fluffy cookies and cream filling for a cake that's particularly a party of its own. You can... Okay, yeah. You can customize the colors to match any occasion and make it even more awesome with your own adorable array of colorful hard hedgehog marshmallows. Do we add Sonic too? Huh? I don't know. Yes, I'm talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it's ready an hour and 30 minutes. This is going to be a little bit wild, but it's the last one we're reading. There's actually 23 ingredients, so this is going to be a pretty long one. We might go over, but hopefully not. Yields 1, 8, I don't know, there's 12, so I would just say 1. There's, um, for the crepe cake, there's 6 large eggs. Two and a half cups of whole milk, one tablespoon of vanilla extract, six tablespoons of granulated sugar, 
um, a fourth teaspoon of salt, two cups of all-purpose flour, and six tablespoons of unsalted butter melted. That's for the cake. Um, for the cookies and cream filling, you'll need two cups of heavy whipping cream, one tablespoon of vanilla extract, um, four tablespoons of granulated sugar, and 12 Oreo cookies. Interesting. I like Oreo cookies. And for the marshmallow coating powder, you'll need a fourth cup of cornstarch and a half cup of powdered sugar. And for the hedgehog marshmallows, only one enveloped unflavored gelatin, a third cup of cold water, one cup of granulated sugar, one tablespoon of white corn syrup, a fourth cup of cold water, an eighth teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, a fourth cup of candy sprinkles blue, a fourth cup of candy sprinkles pink, and a fourth cup of dark chocolate melted. I don't know if I'm going to be able to share all this. Yeah, there's like 19 steps here. Tell you what, um, I think I have an idea in mind. Um, I will share this recipe, but rather than just sharing it on on my Twitter feed, because to be honest with you, Twitter's pretty much history in everyone's minds. Um, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually um, keep this page up for now, but I'm gonna just going to copy and paste it later and share it on my website. I'll just do some modifying with it so it, I don't like, plagiarize or whatever. So there you go. I know no one really visits my website that often, but hey, at least that way I can share it at least that easier. But I usually don't go on Twitter that often anymore, ever since Elon Musk bought out, because, yeah. But we'll keep that page up, though. Just because. Anyway... I don't know if I'm going to have time to put the music in. I really need to... Yeah, you don't need to know. I don't need to know. I know. right now, but no promises. Let's play Ronnie Grande. I can do that good enough for now. Anyway, coming up at 8.40 a.m. is TMZ Celebrity News. So, we will be right back right after this. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Yep. Turkey Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. <laughs> Alright, it's now time for DMZ Celebrity News. Let's start things off with Wendy Williams, who was diagnosed with apasia and dementia. 
It is actually the same disorder as Willis, as Willis, by the way, which is kind of interesting. So yeah, Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with aphasia and dementia, which is literally the same disorder that Bruce Willis has. The news comes ahead of a new doc chronicling her recent troubles. The news had came down Wednesday from her care team, who blasted out a press release of what they characterized as a very personal update, which they say is an effort to bat down rumors and speculation about her health. Her team says everyone already knows she struggles with Graves' disease, and left of Denia. But they say others started to wonder what was going on in moments when Wendy would lose her train of thought or act erratically. And now they say it's because of this condition. They write, in 2023, after undergoing a battery of medical tests, Wendy was officially diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia and frontotemporal dementia, FTD. Her team here also says this, Wendy would not have received confirmation of these diagnoses were it not for the diligence of her current care team, who she chose and the extraordinary work, I have trouble pronouncing that word for some reason, of the specialist at Willie Cornell Medicine. They also add receiving a diagnosis has enabled Wendy to receive the medical care she requires. Wendy's team goes on to say that they're revealing this about Wendy in hopes of raising awareness of these conditions she's been afflicted with but to also protect her from prevent gossip that's sure to kick up anew this weekend with the release of this new Lifetime doc. The team later finishes with this update on, w on Wendy Williams herself. Wendy is still able to do many things for herself. Most importantly, most importantly though, she maintains her trademark sense of humor and is receiving the care she requires to make sure she's protected and that her needs are addressed. She's appreciative of the many kind thoughts and good wishes being sent her way now. Well, on its face, it sounds like Wendy's team might be at odds with some of her family members who have been making the rounds of the media, speaking on what they perceive is happening. They've recently expressed concern about people in Wendy's inner circle, after all. Yep. Now on the Hanukkah tab, bummed by Kelly Rowland bailing. She's down for a Today Redo, after all. Hanukkah tab is letting bygones be bygones after Kelly Rowland stormed off to today's show set last week. In fact, she's ready to bury the hatch even further with a whole redo. The Morning News host told Entertainment Tonight on Wednesday that despite the disappointment of having Kelly bail, she's willing to give it another shot, explaining that she's been texting with Kelly since Thursday for her to come back for a future hosting date now. 
Hoda seems to know Kelly on a personal level, after all. Adding that she's one of NBC show's all-time favorites. And that there's no one more gracious or graceful than her. So it definitely sounds like Hoda's not holding this against Kelly whatsoever. But so far, no word on whatever Kelly Rowland will give the Today Show a dare go, though. But, if she does, they're clearly going to have to touch up on her on all their dressing rooms and give her the best one now. But in Kelly's defense, though, Hoda Kotob's other co-hosts, Jenna Bush Hager and Savannah Guffrey, also admit their dressing rooms suck and they need to be worked on. They also explain that they're in an old historic building and that it shows. In fact, J- Jenna Bush Hager joked in this Entertainment Tonight interview that she's going to be doing all the rewall papering because she loves a bit of interior design. And it's unclear if it's actually going to be happening or not, though. We broke the story. TMZ did, that is. Sources have told us that Kelly and her team weren't feeling or were not feeling her dressing rooms vibe from the jump during last week's last week's appearance, and that they ended up bolting from the studio after a game of musical dressing rooms, <laughs> as though that were up Kelly's standards. The writer reports that she left over Beyonce grilling by Savannah. But we know that just wasn't the case. Boo-hoo. But bottom line, if Kelly does come back after all, it sounds like Hoda and company are going to have to roll out the red carpet and give her the VIP treatment she demands. And it seems they're inclined to do that that the way all this day talent is talking about this in the aftermath after all. Alright, let's just read about Taylor Swift finally. Takes Travis back to zoo. I scoped the whole place out, babe. Taylor Swift and Travis Hales are finally reunited down under, and their first order of business as a couple was to go back to the zoo as she was just at the, at the day prior. Talk about deja vu. <laughs> the lovebirds were seen hand-in-hand Thursday walking through the Sydney Zoo, Checking in the sides and peeping all the animal exhibitions. Tay-Tay seemed to take the lead in showing him around, which makes sense since she was literally there 24 hours before his arrival. The attraction must have left a good impression on her because she clearly thought it'd be worth taking Travis Kells for round two. Indeed, she was playing the tour guide and seeing these sky pics obtained by Australia's Channel 9 News. Heck, Trailer even fed a kangaroo at one point. Now they came off like usually as they they usually do as they moseyed around, namely super in love and tied the hip. Not only were they holding hands, but they were locked in a hug a few different times as well. So yeah, they were still going strong and very into each other. And as we reported, Travis was en route to Sydney Wednesday, which I talked about yesterday, after hopping on a private jet Tuesday night from L.A. and making a pit stop in Hawaii. 
Now, in terms of privacy, though, it doesn't appear that Taylor and Travis had the place shut down for themselves. There were other zoo sightseers walking around, but they didn't seem to have their own little bubble without being bombarded by fans and gawkers. Thank you, security. They got a few days together for the weekend, but however, Taylor will be busy as she's got four shows to do. But safe to say, Travis will be in attendance at least. That's good news. And you gotta wonder what else they'll get into. Because Sydney is a cool town after all. And there's lots to see and do. We'll be on a lookout for some bridge shots. So everybody's head there on under. Have fun you two. <laughs> Alright. We are going to conclude it there. We're almost out of time. So let me hurry up with that. You know what I mean. So coming up is the Kimberley, Junk Cook and Central C, Too Much, and Steve Lacey, Bad Habit. Oops, sorry about that. Coming up is the Kimberley, Junk Cook and Central C, Too Much, and Steve Lacey's Bad Habit for you guys. And after that, we're going to play some Pokemon Go at 9 a.m. In fact, I already have it up on my phone here. I'm just going to have to connect, have to turn my speaker on. We'll play the audio. But anyway, coming up, Pokemon Go will be right back. Too much right here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. Alright, I already have Pokemon Go running. That's why I'm going to do Pokemon Go right now at 9 a.m. But we'll check this out. I'm going to turn the speaker on. And in theory, it should just start playing the music. Yep, there we go! Sorry it's so loud, but it's got. It's just got me how it's got me, guys. Anyway, um, I have a hard time catching this Piplup. Um. I think I got enough candy as it is, but I don't think it likes curveballs, though. Yep, that's why I thought it didn't launch those curveballs. Dummy. How much you want to bet it's not going to be worth anything? Yep, just one. Alright, let's claim this reward here. Alright, on to the next bit. Um, that was a lot of experience there. Um, that's a Vulpix. Um, I'll just use a Candy Berry, I guess. Very weak one. It should be easy enough to get. That's a nice throw. Alright. 
two. It's a two star, by the way. But I'm gonna throw it away just to save space. By the way, I had to buy more space. I had to buy coins of real money because I just because yeah, it was just not worth it. All right, grub it, grub and grub and grub it. All right. Whoa, I was trying to do a curveball, guys. I don't really do so well when I'm trying to do this. All right, let's just do a straight throw this time. Yeah, that's probably why I should have done in the first place. Because that's probably what it wanted, and that's probably what it wanted anyway. That's a free star. What's coincidence? Got another grub and out of the collection now. <laughs> Alright. Pan four. Well, I think yours should be easy enough to catch because you're just a level. Well, Combat Power 37, I should say. Um. Sorry if my voice is so hard to hear because of the speaker being so loud. So I hope you can hear me. I'm gonna throw this one away because it's not worth anything anyway. I'm not gonna borrow Crab Brawler, it's probably gonna be too tricky. Anyway, let's go. I think I have enough handy Evolve Pan for now, I think. I wanna evolve my lucky one. Yes, I do have enough candy. Wonderful. Just double check. Yep, okay, lucky one's free. That's good. Yes. Okay, yes, we'll use the unit of a stone. Alright, here we go. Before use it to change because I never had this Pokemon. Go there. Alright, now um I got a big one from from Lou at Lou. Metagross. Uh, it's a big one. It's actually a combat power 3194. In fact, it's my biggest one yet. Um, because check this out. I'll sort my combat power. It's even bigger than Dragonite, which is kind of which is kind of crazy. Should I make it bigger? I don't know. But I was thinking of making Dragonite bigger, because I have um more Dratini candy than um, Beldum candy. So I feel like that doesn't seem fair to Dragonite. So um Yeah, um Let's just make Dragonite a little bit stronger. We'll just do that. That was a mission to power of Pokemon ten times. See, now Dragonite's bigger than Metagross. Save that to evolve another one. Three. 
If you're wondering, that was Foregon Z. That's his cry. And we'll level up, power up, power up, Del Fox last. I love those cries. Alright, now we'll complete our. Okay, it's under special actually. Claim reward, it's a revive, actually, 10 of them actually. Claim reward, Stardust, Experience, and a Pokemon. A Rockruff? It's Rockruff! Interesting. Oh, I'm gonna need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this Rockruff don't like that candy berry. Dang I didn't throw the ball the right way then, so there you go. Okay, I guess that's what you wanted. It's no extra candy for me. <laughs> Wonder if this is gonna be worth anything. It will. Let's let's mark it. Oh, I was wondering if it was gonna evolve into Dusthorn, but it doesn't. That's kind of disappointing, really. Oh well. Let's talk to whoever this guy is. Hello again. I did some independent research while you were in the field. While I have not uncovered any true leads, I can at least confirm the Admit Crystal and Illustrious Globe are not related to the Ultra Beast. It may feel as if we reached a dead end, but I am confident that with diligent research we will learn more soon. But for now, let us continue to observe Pokemon so that we may share our findings with Professor Will upon his return. So now I gotta catch uh, 24 more Pokemon, use 23 more berries to help catch Pokemon, and use catch another 19 different species of Pokemon. If I do that, I get 3,000 experience, 1,000 Stardust, and a premium Battle Pass. Ain't that nice? But anyway, that's enough of that. We got that done. That's nice. Um, but yeah. We got Pokemon Go out of the way now. We got some research done. I got a free star rock ref on top of that on the air, which is good. <laughs> so how about that? Yeah, that sounds good. Um... Alright, there we go. Now we'll pour our music in really quick. Um, let's put in David Kushner Daylight. I was going to play that originally, but I just didn't really think about the time, which was kind of interesting. And um, I think the next song, I think I'll just throw it in later. Actually, um... How about a near one by Olivia Rodrigo? Get back. Or, yeah, we'll do Olivia Rodrigo. How about that? Actually, no, let's do Dial Drunk. Um, I'll just have to do it right now. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, coming up will be Pokemon Sleep. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
the Pokeball last night. What's funny is, I wanted to sleep in a little bit later than usual, hence the reason why I did my morning, sh doing my morning show from 8 to 10. Cause you see, um, I was really, I still felt like I wanted to get some more sleep, so there you go. And you'll see what I mean here in a second here once the Pokeball is synchronized. Assuming it will succeed. And looks like it will. So let's go ahead and do this. Alright. This was for yesterday, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, I woke up at 6.12am. I'm supposed to get up at 5.50am. But I just wanted a few more, a little bit more sleep, just so I could, um... You know, but even then I slept 15 minutes less. Who cares? Never helped any difference. So, yeah. Looks like there was more dozing type. Interesting. Never heard of dozing type. <laughs> Alright, so we got here. Three point six million. The score went down, but the Sorax room did go up though. Start research now. Go away. And the white likes to do that. It makes you hit the button twice for some reason, which is kind of weird. Angry sleep. Loafing sleep. Both those I already had, by the way. We've twirling sleep. There's two gulpins there, by the way. And they're, um... Nodding sleep. And balloon sleep. They're both the same Pokemon. The only difference is the different... They're just different sleep styles. And that's it. There were no new sleep styles. But someone is hungry though. Just Mankey. Well, if that's the case, you're the lucky one to have the bonus biscuit then. Yep. And I think that is it for snack time, because, yeah. If one's already maxed out, there's just no point in continuing on, so here we go. You made serious strides in your Pokemon sleep research. Keep it up next time. By the way, he always says that every time I finish. 
here. <laughs> okay, was that the only two-star photo I had? Aw, I wish the manky one was two stars, but okay. Who cares? Next, this should put me up to a new rank now, I think. Yes, it will. It gave me incense, that's nice. It was a friend incense it gave me, I think. And speaking of friends, we got a new helper. Mankey. Level 3, Hasty. Alright, back to the party now. Alright, it's a sleep score of 88, so they received energy of 88%. Energy in the box was 5%, and experience gain was 88. Because 88 sleep score. A lot of strength there, and looks like um, Snorak just gained a level. Yep. Close that cry, sort of. It's funny. Hmm. Aww. Okay, I'm gonna have to cook something right now, cause I'm gonna run low on ingredients. On room in my ingredients, that is. Yep. Oh. Alright, uh, let's just do something on my own here. Um, preview. Oh, that music's loud enough just so I can hear it. Nineteen ninety dish strength. <laughs> cool. In a, oh yeah, the Pikachu here. Sixty-three. Okay, stop smiling. Yep. Now let's see if he gains up to Great Free. I highly doubt he will. Though we'll see anyway. I'm running low on time here, but I'm just curious to see if he does or not. 
just wa listen to him eat those berries, guys. <laughs> Interesting. Hope I'm not bored, you guys. I would hope not. Because Pikachu gave him so many berries, it was crazy. <laughs> That box is almost out. I don't know. Three, two. It's getting there slowly but surely. And we're getting one. There we go. Nope, not happening. Let me claim my sleep points really quick. For the score I had. And we'll just get out of that. I'll worry about the rest later. But yeah, there you have it. That was Pokemon Sleep there. Um, I think for the last segment, we're just going to do what we did last time, use the weather in the first segment, as usual. But yeah, um, there you have it. That was um, Pokemon Sleep there. Um, Alright. Probably gonna go over a tad bit, but it's okay. Um, Alright, and there we go. That's your break there. I'll just put the music in later. Anyway, coming up is Susan Weber on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back. Don't go away. That was stressful by Panka Taylor Swift Antihero right here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. <laughs> Alright, we made it to the final segment, guys, which is kind of sad, really, but oh well. It's crazy how this show can go by so quickly, but it is what it is. Anyway, here's the weather specifically for Dallas. Right now it is 46 degrees outside with broken clouds. Thursday, later today I should say, it'll be, um, it will be, um, yep, broken clouds. 54 degrees outside high, low 39. Friday again, broken clouds, 55 high, low 39. Saturday looks like it'll be partly cloudy. Well, a few clouds, but yeah, um, high 55, low 37. Sunday, it looks like it'll be raining, um, 48 high, low 45. Monday, it looks like it'll be rain and snow, 41 high, low 30. Monday, it'll be raining and snowing. It'll be snow, actually, supposedly, um, on Monday. The high is 41, the low is 30, so yeah, I'll probably be freezing that day. <clears throat> and then Tuesday, it says it's going to be raining that day with a high of 43 and a low of 30. And then on Wednesday, it's, it'll be raining again with a high of 45 and a low of 34, which is kind of interesting. So, are we going to get snow again in March? I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see.
But anyway, uh, now let's go ahead and read ourselves some news, guys. Um, okay, we already read about the widespread cellular outage in the first segment. Um, <clears throat> um, European satellite falls back to Earth after 29 years. Let's see if we can read this. And it looks like we can. Alright, a European satellite that launched <clears throat> uh, back in 1995 to observe Earth and ended its mission 13 years ago, which was back in um, supposedly 2011. Um, um, yeah, 2011 has long after, long after its planned three-year lifetime return to our planet Wednesday according to our Europe according to the European Space Agency ESA debris from the satellite fell over the North Pacific Ocean at around 817 at around 1817 CT 1717 UTC ESA said the satellite's altitude has declined steadily since the ESA decided to retire it in 2011, like I said. The satellite then reached the, the critical altitude of around 80 kilometers, or 50 miles, above Earth's surface, Earth's surface on Wednesday, at which point the atmospheric drag was so strong that it began to break into pieces that the space agency had set on its website. The 2.5 metric ton, 2.75 U.S. ton satellite was deliberately and gradually brought down to avoid creating yet more space junk in Earth's orbit that could pose a threat to active satellites and the International Space Station. The vast majority of the satellite had burned up when it re-centered the Earth's atmosphere, according to the ESA. Other fragments of the satellite had also fallen to the sea below. The satellite was estimated to have a mass of around 2,294 kilograms after being depleted of fuel. On average, an object of similar mass recenters Earth's atmosphere every week or two, the ESA had said on its website. ESA experts had already said there was almost no chance of debris had harming humans and, conf and confirmed it in a statement after the satellite broke into the Earth's atmosphere. Confirmed it in a statement after the satellite broke into the Earth's atmosphere. The odds of a piece of satellite falling on someone's head is estimated at one in a billion. Benjamin Bastida Vergoli, an ESA space debris system engineer, had said earlier in that day. What do you need to know about ERS-2? When the ERS-2, or European Remote Sensing Satellite, was launched in 1995, following on from its sister satellite, ERS-1, which had been launched four years earlier, it was Europe, Europe's most sophisticated Earth's, Earth's observation satellite, according to ESA. In its 16 years of oper operation, the ERS-2 had collected data that gave profound insights into climate change, 
returning information on diminishing polar ice, changing land surfaces, rising sea levels, warming oceans, and atmospheric chemistry. The satellite also monitored natural disasters, including floods and earthquakes in remote areas of the world as well. That's interesting. And now it's been taken down, finally. So there you go. But anyway, yeah, there you have it. Um, that's um, the satellite being taken down. Um, ERS-1 or 2. I don't know if ERS-1 got taken down as well. Um, it might have as well before ERS-2. I don't know. I'm not sure, though, but who knows. Um, but anyway, there you have it. That is, um, that is your news story for segment 6. And that will do it for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, sadly. Um, unfortunately, which is kind of unfortunate, really. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think here really quick. Um... Half a minute, one and a half, two, two and a half. Okay, we'll just play this one then. I already know what music I'm going to play. I already know what I'm going to play. I'm going to play Billy Ellish, Walls I Made For, and um, Rima and Selena Gomez, Calm Down. But of course, you knew that. <laughs> So there you go. But anyway, yeah, that's going to do it for the, um... Now, I still have, like, like two minutes to talk to you guys nearly, um... But basically, what ERS-2 was, if you missed that, um... Was a satellite that fed information about climate changes... And all sorts of good information. I don't know if it fed information for, like... Maps and GPS information like that. Or, like, Garmin and Google and stuff like that. I highly doubt it did... But who knows? Maybe it did for a short while. We'll see. Um, but it didn't say anything about that. But maybe it did. It just didn't mention it. Who knows? But anything could have been possible. But yeah. But yeah, that's gonna do it for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, guys. I hope you enjoy your. I hope you continue to enjoy your Thursday. Um, your Thursday as much as I will. Um, but yeah, um, there you have it. Um, and it's interestingly enough, there's some space stations in space now. Uh, what was that movie? That, um, was it Sephora that had the space station? No, it was Xenon. It was Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. That was a good classic one from 99. Very good movie. Remember, I, I've been watching... I, you got to check it out on Disney+. Plus. Xenon... Girl of the 21st Century. It's on Disney Plus, by the way. It's a really good classic movie. If you have Disney Plus, look it up online. I think it's on there. I've seen it on there so many times. It's it's absolute insanity. But anyway, thanks for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, guys. And hopefully I'll see you tomorrow on Friday, everyone. And as always, goodbye, everyone.